Welcome to Rethink, the podcast that empowers you to challenge your existing beliefs and embrace new, more productive ways of thinking. Here at Rethink, we believe that the key to self-fulfillment lies in shattering old thought patterns and adopting new mindsets that support personal growth and empowerment. With expert guests and thought leaders from a wide range of fields, we explore strategies and insights that can help you achieve success and fulfillment in all areas of your life. From relationships to career, business ownership, and health, you are the source of your own success. We're just here to help you tap into your true potential and create a brighter future. So join us on the journey of personal growth and empowerment, and let's rethink what's possible for our lives. On today's show, Things You Should Know, how to watch next week's rare ring of fire solar eclipse. So stick around. Here at Things You Should Know podcast, our focus varies from commonly asked questions like, what are the top email apps for iPhone users? Or how much does it cost to go to Disney World anyway? to the trending topics of the day, such as, are taxes going up or down? And who's Elon Musk? We shed light on things you probably have always wondered about, but you never got around to investigating them yourself. This podcast brings you the answers to your most commonly asked questions and makes you smarter just by listening. Information empowers, and the more information you have, the better decision you can make and ultimately, Your quality of life is based on the decisions you make. So, thanks for joining the discussion, and make sure that you subscribe today and not miss out on any future episodes of Things You Should Know. Hey guys, welcome to Things You Should Know. Welcome to the podcast. I am your host, Kelly. It is my pleasure, as always, to welcome you inside the studio. Uh, first-timers and long-timers. Today we're doing our first recording that is going to go up on our Patreon site. So I'm excited about that. So those of you who are looking to support us on Patreon, you will be able to not only hear our podcast, but you can see the uh, complete video cast of our broadcast. So make sure you head on over. The link is in our show notes. And you will be able to check out our uh, video. So there'll be a video going up every week moving forward of our podcast. And so those of you who like to support the uh, podcast by contributing through Patreon, we really appreciate it. So we wanted to add some additional value for you. So thank you and welcome aboard. I hope you guys are having a great week. I hope you are having a great month. Uh, This is the third. We're going to have a great June. So let's just get our head around that. Uh, speaking of, um, supporting the podcast, if you could go over to our Facebook page, please, and sign up there, follow us on the, on Facebook. That's our primary means of, uh, staying in contact with you. If you have show ideas, questions about current shows, suggestions about future shows, that's your method. That's your way of getting in contact with us. And we monitor our Facebook group and our Facebook page on a regular basis And we will be able to assist you, answer questions, and hopefully bring some of your show ideas to the podcast. So, guys, we really do appreciate you. Thank you so much for supporting the podcast. And let's jump into today's content. Uh, 
Yeah, I felt a little guilty. Uh, I skipped a day or so because of our three day weekend. So you're getting a podcast back to back. I hope you do check out uh, yesterday's podcast as we talked about or I shared with you the 30 day uh, cold shower resolve, how I felt about it, some of the things that I did, if I'm going to continue to do it or not. Check out yesterday's podcast and you may even want to go back to the April 27th podcast where we initially introduced the idea, the benefits of ice water bath and cold showers. All right. So no further delay. Uh, Today is June the 3rd. And in a few short days, there will be a solar eclipse. The solar eclipse is called the ring of fire solar eclipse. And I don't know when the last time you guys saw a solar eclipse. Uh, I think it was two years ago for me. And I have to be careful because I'm not sure if it was a lunar eclipse or a solar eclipse because I'm not a scientist and I have to make sure I'm right, uh, saying the right things. Um, but last month there was a super flower blood moon, super flower blood moon, lunar eclipse. And, uh, next week there's going to be what they're calling a rare ring of fire solar eclipse. Okay. An annual solar eclipse. This is going to take place on June the 10th. June the 10th, if you're interested. So what is an annular solar eclipse? A total eclipse occurs when the moon passes directly between the earth and the sun. That's the one I'm aware of. Okay. This is one most of us are aware of because we learned that in school, completely blocking the sun's light. So that's the one that, I mean, you're not supposed to look at it with your bare eyes, but that's the one we're used to, uh, to seeing or hearing about. During a annular solar eclipse, the moon does not completely cover the sun as it passes, leaving a glowing ring of sunlight or what looks like really like fire visible around uh, the moon. An annual eclipse can only occur under specific conditions. This is according to NASA. The moon must be in its first lunar phase, its first lunar phase. And it must also be further away from the Earth as it ellipses or eclipses in its orbit, this makes it appear smaller in the sky than it usually would. You ever seen the moon some nights and it's a full moon? It looks so big, like it looks humongous. And then other times you see it during the day and whether it's a full moon or partial moon or not, it just looks really small, really far away. Uh, so I guess the moon is, is orbiting, you know, sometimes closer to the earth and sometimes further away. Uh, Because the moon appears smaller under the circumstances, it cannot block the sun totally. It makes sense. It's further away to us, so it looks smaller. Uh, And this is what creates the ring of fire or the ring of light. Quote, as a pair rises higher in the sky, the silhouette of the moon will gradually shift off the sun to the lower left, allowing more of the sun to show under the eclipse ends. This is according to NASA. Now, how to watch, how to watch. This is going to happen on the 10th. Today is the third uh, Thursday morning, June the 10th. It makes for the new moon, which will eclipse uh, Sunday, that Sunday. I'm sorry, which will eclipse the sun. I thought they were using abbreviation for Sunday, which will eclipse the sun at 6.53 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So this is going to be relatively early uh, for those who don't get up early. 
Uh, so you're going to have to look to the east. 6.53 a.m. Eastern time is when this is uh, scheduled to happen. Um, the narrow path of the eclipse will be completely visible in parts of Canada and parts of Greenland, the Arctic Ocean and Siberia. It will be partially visible for much of the northeastern part of North America, Greenland, Northern Europe and Northern Asia. This is going to take place in the northern parts of our of our uh, Earth of the Earth. So if you are south of the equator, it, according to this article, you're not going to be able to see it. Uh, from the D.C. area, the moon will block about 80 percent of the left side of the sun as they rise together in the east slash northeast at 542 a.m. 542 a.m. The sun will appear as a crescent during this time uh, from any one point along the solar annular annular solar eclipse path. The middle or annular or the ring of fire stage of the eclipse lasts about three minutes and 51 seconds. So it's going to be about, roughly about four minutes. This is according to Earth sky. This will all take place again on the 10th. And this will be all done by like 629 a.m. So if you're not an early riser, uh, you're going to miss it. So you want to kind of be up, I would say at around 615 uh, or so depending on where you are and just kind of be ready to check it out. Again, the date is June the 10th. I have a few articles that I'm going to post on our Facebook page. Actually, they're already there and it gives a little bit more detail in terms of eye protection because it's one of the things we want to make sure that we're doing. You're never supposed to look directly at these eclipses. The scientists and doctors always say that it can damage your eyes. Uh, so you want to be aware of that, although there are folks who do it all the time. Um, so let's see. Uh, let me see what other information would be pertinent to you. So the path of the annular eclipse. And again, this is talking about the northern path. This is why some of the southern areas of the globe will not be able to see it because it's all happening on the you know, uh, northern end. The path of the annular or the ring of fire eclipse is shown as uh, a curved red swath. This is going to be on the map that I'm going to put on our Facebook page. And when you take a look at that path, it's all happening. I don't know the terminology, but it looks like it's all happening for lack of a better term at the top of the globe. So astronomers call this path, uh, the path of annual, annual, annuarity. I'm having trouble with those, this word. So it's a narrow path. Uh, it's along the Earth's surface to see the ring of fire. The eclipse is going to last for about an hour, uh, one and two thirds hour, which is about 100 minutes. It starts at sunrise. So wherever you are during sunrise, whether you're in Canada, Greenland, North America, when you're when the sun normally rises, let's say for here, I'm in Atlanta. I'm up every day at about 530. Sun usually rises here at about 630. So I would be up and on my patio or in my front yard because I got these big trees in my patio. I would be uh, up and about at about 625, 630 to see what I can see, to see what I can see. Afterwards, the annual eclipse path swings by the Earth's North Pole. It ends up sunset over Siberia. So the path is this. The path is going to start sunrise. Uh, You're going to be able to see it in Ontario, Canada. 
off the northern side of Lake Superior. Then the eclipse path circles across the northern reaches of the globe. Midway along the path, the greatest eclipse occurs at the local noon in northern Greenland. Afterwards, the annual eclipse path swings by the Earth's north pole and it ends up sunset over northeastern Siberia. Um, well, it won't hurt to take a look at the map that I'm going to post or have posted on our Facebook page if you're interested in seeing it. I just thought this was pretty cool. This doesn't happen all the time. So this will be uh, a great thing to do with you and perhaps with the kids. You know, this is science. Basically, in my area of the country, kids are out of school. But uh, uh, as we know here on Things You Should Know, there's never a bad time to learn. So this is something actually fun to do if the, you can get the kids up early enough. If you can get the kids up early enough. So, again, who will see the partial eclipse? Outside the path of the eclipse, a partial eclipse will be seen by people on a much larger scale on the Earth's surface. This includes northern and eastern Canada, plus a far northern part of Alaska in the U.S. The partial eclipse can be visible from northeastern, I'm sorry, northern Midwest along with the East Coast, except for Florida. The partial eclipse falls Upon the North Atlantic Ocean and most of Europe, it falls on the western and northern parts of Asia. The closer you are to the path of annularity, the deeper the partial eclipse. So I would suggest you take a look at the map that I have on Facebook and compare it to where you are in the country and determine what time you need to get up and if you can see it. So let's say, for example, here they have from Savannah. So from Savannah, Georgia, which is about three hours for me, three and a half, four hours for me. The eclipse magnitude at sunrise is only 0.028 or 2.8 percent. The eclipse shrinks thereafter, lasting only three minutes. So the folks in Savannah won't see it, won't see that much and they won't see it for very long. From the uh, Suez Falls in South Dakota, the eclipse magnitude at sunrise is only going to be 2.2 percent and it's only going to last 37 seconds. So this is what the information shows. This is pretty interesting. There's a lot of science here in terms of how this is projected. Obviously, it needs to be projected. Otherwise, we're all going to miss it. So the scientists of NASA and these other scientists have put all this data together in layman's terms for us to kind of look and learn. So this is this is pretty great. This is pretty great. So I just wanted to provide that to you today because I knew this was coming up and I thought this would be something neat to do. There are three articles there for our newcomers. One of the things that we do here is that we. Don't believe anything, quite honestly. We cross-reference and we study and show ourselves approved. So three articles are usually what we use to kind of determine if we're seeing a trend, if we're on the right path, if something is believable. We just don't read a thing and believe it. So I'm going to post these three articles on our Facebook page and you can go and take a look in terms of what 
the information says. And you can just govern yourselves accordingly. But this doesn't happen all the time. So I thought it'd be great to come to you today and say, hey, just a quick blurb. It's not as long of a podcast as you're used to, but I wanted to provide this information to you so that you can be prepared for the 10th. So today's the third. You got seven days. You got seven days to read over this information and determine how you're going to approach it. If you're going to, you know, let the kids go ahead and know about it. everybody get in the bed early on the night so we can get up early on the 10th to see what we can see. And part of the articles also include additional solar eclipse information, additional lunar eclipse information and just general information on eclipse period. One of the things that I like to do here over the summer with my kids is always um, always be in a learning mode. I mean, you want to kind of take it down because they're out of school. uh, But when there's an opportunity to teach and there's an opportunity to learn, let's take advantage of that. And so here's one of those things. So, again, guys, thank you so much for hanging out with me today. Short but sweet. And hopefully you learned something today. I'm actually going to be back tomorrow. I'm going to be back tomorrow. Three days in a row. We're going to be pumping out a podcast here. I just want to make sure you get your feel for this week. And we're used to doing at least three podcasts a week. And with the holiday, it kind of threw threw me off a little bit. But um, I wanted to be substantive and I want you guys to be learning stuff. This is new information to me. So I figured maybe it'd be new information to you. And those of you who want to support us on Patreon, please do so. Head on over to our Patreon page. We'll be glad to see you there. Make sure uh, if you are new to the podcast that you go ahead and subscribe. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so that you can uh, be alerted the next time we have information out, new content out. You can be first to know and the first to listen. And normally we put out podcasts every uh, 48 hours. So this is a little abnormal. We'll get back on schedule after tomorrow. But I wanted to make sure you had at least three for the week. Tomorrow's Friday. And I think that'll be the third for this week. I could be off. But if you get an extra, so I appreciate uh, you guys as listeners. And I just want to give you everything that we have. So, guys, thank you so much. And I will see you tomorrow. That's all for today's episode of Rethink. We hope that you've enjoyed this exploration of new ideas and perspectives and found valuable insights and strategies that you can apply to your life. Remember, you are the source of your own success and fulfillment. And by embracing new ways of thinking, you can unlock your true potential and yes, create the life that you truly desire. Now, if you've enjoyed this episode, we encourage you to support the podcast by sharing it with your friends, your family members, your loved ones and associates, and even your followers on social media. Also, leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. Lastly, don't forget to check out our show notes for free downloads and empowering ebooks that can help you on your journey of personal growth and empowerment. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. We look forward to exploring more ideas and insights with you in the next episode of Rethink.